episode 16 of season two of the Therapist Run podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you're all having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Welcome, my loves, to the final episode of 2023. We've made it. What a moment, my goodness. So I hope you guys have had a pleasant past few weeks since we've last spoken. To be honest, I really don't have much to update you guys on. I mean, it was the end of, I mean, the school term, I guess you could say. Um, My first semester doesn't end (laughs) quite yet, Um, but it is winter break, so call that what you will. Um, So we wrapped up some school stuff, everything went as expected. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christmas time, I hope you guys all had a lovely Christmas to those of you who celebrate. Um, and for those of you who don't, I hope you had a cheerful few weeks nonetheless. But my family celebrates Christmas a day early on Christmas Eve. Um, and that's called Noche Buena. So basically what we do is we stay up till late PMs or until midnight, kind of like New Year's. And that's when we do gifts and that's when we do our dinner. So of course, that's what I did this year, and it was very cute to spend some time with my family, um, and we were like, well, let's watch a movie, you know, we still have some time, so why don't we all get comfy on the couch, and we watched Fear Street, <laughs> the first Fear Street of the trilogy, um, and it was actually spectacular, a lot more gory than I thought it was gonna be, so would not recommend if you guys are not into that, but I found it a lot of fun, I will definitely be watching the second one, highly recommend. Anyway, I digress. That was giving Halloween for sure. Not very festive in Christmas, but we still did it. Um, I spent actual Christmas Day just sacking around at home, but then I had dinner at my boyfriend's, which was very, very pleasant. His grandma made an entire home-cooked meal, which was delicious. Um, And then we played a card game, and I'm not a card game girly, so it was a big learning experience for me. My only card experience is tarot cards, so that was a moment for sure, but it was very cute, and I'm so grateful that they had me over. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all. I'd be interested to hear what your guys' little holiday season was like, so I mean, if you want to share, feel free to share. I'm always all ears to hear your guys' little stories, but anyway, I'm just happy it's winter break. I hope you guys are too, depending on where you are, but... Regardless of where you are, we're going into the New Year's. Oh, guys, listen to that segue. Look at me go. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little more rambly than the rest. I have three main points I want to cover. I just want to share some, like, topics and ideas that I've I've picked up recently that have really changed the way I've looked at New Year. Um, And I hope I can just plant a seed to get you guys thinking. So those three things are really how I want to start this episode, but later on, I do want to share some of my 2023 highlights and and reminisce on my year, and hopefully you guys can do the same with me. Um, Second, I also want to talk about some of the lessons I've learned, some big concepts that I've I've really started to lock down on um, this year, and, you know, hopefully some of you guys can relate to them. If not, hopefully that'll just get you thinking again. And lastly, I just want to share kind of my aspirations for the near future. Would I call them New Year's resolutions? I'm going to be throwing that term around here and there, but take that, take that lightly. Um, Call them what you will, Um, but just my, my aspirations for the near future, really. So let's get into 
my first three general things I would like to talk about in regards to New Year. So first, the general concept of New Year's and transformation. So we live in a social media obsessed capitalist culture. Now, at the end of every year, we always get, you know, these ads that are like, oh, you know, this program is like 60% off now because of the new year and, and you better, you know, you better sign up now so you can keep consistent in the new year, which is like great, I guess. Like we all know that change can only be achieved with consistency and discipline and all that stuff. You know, I'm going to stick to an example. Let's let's call it working out because we know that we know the joke, the classic joke where it's like on January 1st the gym is packed, by the end of January there's no one there. So, we kind of understand that working out and getting fit is a very common new year's resolution. You know, it's it's one of mine. One of my goals is to move more. So, I can relate to that right now. Um, but we see these people on social media, we see these ads, these products being pushed, basically kind of expecting there to be this immediate change overnight. And we all know change doesn't happen overnight, but for some reason we treat New Year's as an exception. We kind of treat it as like, a portal or like this this really big night where suddenly everything changes which you know what i think i think there are two ways to look at it right i think it's great that we have this day where we can really start fresh because everyone else is starting fresh but i think as a society we take that to a bit of an extreme you know we see these people on social media forcing a crazy glow up and like not acting like themselves at the very beginning of the year and and forcing themselves into a mold that they might not fit in just because it's the new year. You know, I feel like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna overexplain it. I think you guys get what I'm putting down here. But you know, it, it's just it's odd. <laughs> it's odd because again, we all know that you need to take time in order to kind of reach the goals you want to reach. Right. So a lot of people get disappointed when, you know, they fall out of routine immediately after trying for like a week right so just keep that in mind that you know it's the whole new year's concept is not always the most realistic i think that's kind of just where i want to leave that one point because a lot of us can get really sucked up in that fact that you know you need to glow up you need to be different you need to entirely reinvent yourself for january 1st of x y and z year right like you don't have to. And my personal belief and my personal philosophy is that, you know, if you want to change for the new year, start in November, start in December, you know, see what works and what doesn't and take that with you into the new year. If you want to start the new year with a specific habit or working towards a specific goal, why not start earlier? Because then you know for a fact that you'll be comfortable with that routine and you'll know that at least for the past month or two, it works for you, right? So I'm just going to leave that there. And, and that's honestly kind of a good segue into my second point here. Um, it's that in order to look into the new year, to look into the future and plan for what you want, it is absolutely imperative that you reflect on your your past year, the year that just happened. I mean, it's like it's like baking a cake, right? Like 
you can bake a cake without a recipe. Is it going to turn out exactly how you want? I mean, maybe, but chances are very likely no. And the outcome is 100% more reliable if you do use a recipe. And, you know, dare I say you might actually be happier (laughs) with that result if you use a recipe um, as opposed to not. And I get that me using baking as an analogy for New Year's is a little bit whack, um, but I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from here. So if you try to pursue a goal that maybe you've tried to pursue before and you have no game plan, no recipe, you risk making the same mistakes as you once did. And if you're anything like me, that can feel pretty tragic. And I know for a fact that I would like to find any way to not feel like that. And evaluating my past in order to plan my future is is really what's worked for me and, and what I can recommend and pass on to you guys. So, I mean, I've spoken about this for years. I still do this. Nightly journaling, it works wonders for me. Um, one of my favorite ways to reflect on the past year, I've, I've done this for a couple years now, um, is to just open random pages in my journal and just read. You know, I don't read my entire year like a book. That's a little bit mental, but it's nice to kind of just see where I was at at certain points. And if I wasn't doing well, well, why wasn't I doing well? And then I'll kind of read into the routines from the days around that specific day that I read about. Um, And if I was doing really well, why was I doing really well? You know, did I just come back for a trip? Was I spending a lot of time with my friends? what was going on. So little things like that. Another thing I can recommend is just going through your camera roll. Um, bring back those nice and fun memories and put yourself back in your old shoes. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a nice way to kind of, it's a nice way to practice gratitude, firstly. It's also a nice way to just reflect um, and do exactly what I've been describing <laughs> for the past few minutes here. So moving on to my final little point that I want to point out. Um, the concept of success. I think it's safe to say that everyone wishes they could be a little more successful or everyone wishes to be more successful. Um, And of course, that looks different for everyone. But I think that, you know, what I just said is is so not understood at all (laughs) in our society. Because I think most people in their 20s, from what what I've seen, feel this more than us teenagers, but it's still worth sharing. Um, the idea that everyone else around you is successful and you are not. Success is different for everybody, and it's important for you to establish and define success for yourself. What does success look like for you? Because it's not going to look exactly the same as success for someone else. Everyone posts their best versions of themselves on social media, and everyone posts their best successes On social media, you know, it's rare that we see raw and just genuine fails. I hate the word fails. Um, But just real life is rarely depicted on social media. There's always a filter of some kind, whether it be literal or metaphorical, right? So don't strive to be someone else. Don't strive to have someone else's life in the new year because, firstly, you don't know what they did to get there. Secondly, that's not you, (laughs) right? Now, I like having vision boards. I've just started making vision boards. I made one for the new year 
Um, and, you know, I don't have faces <laughs> in my vision boards, um, but I just have like different foods, different like aesthetics, like literally just desks with notebooks on them. That is what's on my my vision board. Um, and I think that's different, right? Like, obviously, I'm not trying to look like these people, but I, I would like my life and my general vibe to be similar to theirs, right? But if you're looking on social media and you, you're seeing, you know, bodies or you're seeing numbers that that you that you want to see in yourself, evaluate that a little more. Right. And I think tying into the point I just mentioned about reflecting on your past year, what has made you feel successful and what is successful for you at this point in your life? Because I mean, this is very dramatic, but Obviously, there are people out there that are getting property and for them that is success. Is that success for me? Sure, but like way in the future. Success for me right now is getting good grades. So again, very dramatic difference, but you guys get the idea. So those are my three points. I'm hoping I didn't overexplain or, or confuse you guys too much. Um, but I just want to get you guys thinking about, one, the concept of New Year's and transformation, two, evaluating and reflecting on your past year, and that importance in significance to planning out your new year, your 2024. And lastly, defining success. What does success look like for you and why doesn't it look like what success looks like for others? Okay, so hopefully I got you guys thinking, but now for some I want to say lighthearted stuff. It's, you guys will see. Let's talk about my personal highlights from 2023. And my my suggestion for you is to pull up your camera roll right now, because that's what I did for this um, section of this this episode. And I kind of just listed out some of my most valuable moments. I'm just going to go rapid fire name some of them. <clears throat> Firstly, my brother got married. That was beautiful my boyfriend and I sang a song that we did not really rehearse um I'm happy we could do it anyway it was a beautiful wedding um second I of course did my third musical oh my third oh my gosh guys that's so crazy um we did the wedding singer I played Holly it was a lot of fun um a lot of energy <laughs> out of me but I'm so glad it happened um I then flew to Texas to see my grandfather before he passed away, which was really, really valuable and really special to me. Um, after that, I went to a cabin um, that one of my friends owns. And I mean, that was so much fun. It was like the first trip I'd really gone on with my friends. And even if it was just one night, it was so valuable. And, and I'm so grateful to have had that experience. Next was a vocal jazz event, a vocal jazz festival, um, which was a little bit away from home, which was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Um, my vocal jazz group at school, um, we did a few performances around the city and then we had, like, we got to watch some concerts and we also had this, like, this gala at the end of it, which was so much fun. There was dancing. The music, of course, was live. It was jazz music. It was so much fun. Um, and then prom and the grad ceremonies. Obviously not my personal prom or grad ceremonies, um, but those of my closest friends. And that was that was very emotional, <laughs> but it was it was amazing and, and everyone looked so incredible. Um 
There was also a going away party um, since, as I've mentioned, some of my friends have gone away for university. That was also emotional, <laughs> um, but tons of fun. I went tubing. I went camping with my boyfriend. Again, just one night, but it's those little things that just truly ground me and and really, really bring back the joy <laughs> into my life. It's just a little weekend getaway. Um, I then went to a Daniel Caesar concert. Oh my word. It was a really short concert, um, but it was incredible. I've spoken about it in <laughs> previous episodes, but I had tons of fun. I got some of my white friends to try Jollibee, which, I mean, what more could you ask? Um, third to last, I carried a doll baby around for a week. I can't remember if I spoke about this or not. I believe I did. Um, but one of the classes I'm taking right now is called Child Care and Development. And my teacher was joking that this was the best birth control she could give us. So our huge assignment was basically to carry around this doll baby and treat it like a baby. Um, and if we couldn't care for it, we had to find childcare. So it was, it was hilarious. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it and I took a lot of photos of my friends. So that was definitely a highlight. Second to last was I celebrated one year with my boyfriend. So cute, so wholesome. Um, we both agree that it has not at all felt like a year. Um, and I mean, that's great news. It just means we have so much more, uh, time to spend with each other. And yeah, lastly, I got my driver's license. Thank goodness. To be honest, it doesn't mean much because I don't have a car, but it just feels good to know that I can drive now. Um, but those are all my very specific highlights from 2023. Generally, I spent a lot of time outdoors, at least a lot more time outdoors than I have in previous years. And that's 100% thanks to like my boyfriend and my friends. Like My family, we never really grew up you know, going outside much in the outdoors and nature. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I did a lot of skating, which is random. I did a lot of writing, of course. I've got a big project coming in 2024. Please stay tuned for that. Um, I did a lot of cooking and I made quite a, quite a few new friends and I reconnected with some old ones. So a lot of connections being formed and kind of developed this year. Um, I honestly can't say I've lost too many, um, at least lost too many that I, I wasn't expecting. Um, so that's great news. Um, but overall it has been just a phenomenal year. It's been so social and very lively. I think if I could come up with a word for this year, I'd say it's lively. Um, so hopefully you guys have had fulfilling years as well, looking through your camera rolls with me. Um, but I'd like to move on to some of the key things I've learned this year and hopefully once again, get your gears going. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got six things I've like to, I'd, I'd like to share. Goodness me. Um, so number one, I think the biggest lesson I've learned this year is that I, I really enjoy the slow life. I've grown up being someone who has been constantly moving too fast all of the time, constantly overbooking myself. I mean, I've told you guys about my grade nine year, working on the weekends and even on school days. I'd have swim practice before and after school, and I also had rehearsals before and after school, and it was just a mess. That was obviously not sustainable. I stopped that the second I could. Um, 
that's not true. The second I could find it in me to do it, I stopped. Um, but this year is the first school year I'm not employed. And it's incredible. It's been so nice to focus in on one task at a time and give one task everything I have before moving on to the next and not trying to multitask because I can't remember where I read this or where I heard this, but multitasking is such a, it's such a 2023 thing. Like it's such a modern day thing because I mean, you think back to like the older days, things were harder, right? Like even doing your laundry, like we didn't have laundry machines, like we were hand washing that stuff and that took hours. Like that took so much time. And now we just throw our stuff in the laundry, throw our stuff in the wash and in the dryer. And we do like 30 other things while that's going. Like, I know that was super random, but like, do you, do you get it? Like, we are so busy and overbooked all the time. And there's so much value in just slowing down and, and even just allowing yourself rest. It's so simple and it's, it's preached everywhere, but it's one of those things where we have to ask yourself, why is this being preached? It's because it's important and because it feels good and because it's good for you. So that was very, that was very passionate. Um, but yeah, no, I just had a conversation with one of my old friend's mothers recently, and we had a conversation about just how living slowly is is so nice and so valuable and how, you know, before COVID, everyone knew we were living lives that were unsustainable. And COVID, in a way, was just a way to force everyone to stop and slow down. Um, but now, now that it's 2023, now in most areas where people are going back to their normal lives, we're going back to that cycle of unsustainable living. And it's just, it's hard to watch. And it's, it's really easy to fall into. But I digress. <laughs> Number two, um, in a lot less of a big philosophical way, um, a bad grade <laughs> means nothing. This is crazy. I can't believe I just said that because, I mean, even at the beginning of the year, I would have been like, what are you, what are you talking about, girl boss? Um, I'd like to emphasize I've never failed anything in school. I don't really get terrible grades. So a quote-unquote bad grade as an overachiever. I'm not going to throw numbers anywhere. Um, but what would be considered a bad grade to me at the beginning of the year means nothing now. <clears throat> and this is for a few a few reasons. So, I mean, firstly, pre-calculus 12 destroying me right now. I mean, I'm 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 well passing, but I'm not doing nearly as well as I usually do on any of my classes. Um and that feels pretty whack, I must say. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, that's a personal realization. It's it's so hard for me to try to explain how I got to this point. Um, and to encourage you guys to stop putting so much pressure on your grades, if of course you're one of those people. Um, but it just goes back to the, the idea that success looks different for everybody. And for me, my idea of success is no longer getting stellar grades. It's just getting good grades, you know? <laughs> so there we go. Um, number three, this one is pretty, I'd say it's pretty exclusive to me, but it's important to hear for those of you who might find yourself struggling. So medication is not the enemy. 
Now, I say this coming from a place of trying literally everything. For years, I tried counseling. I tried therapy. um, I tried meditation and mindfulness. And while meditation and mindfulness helped, it 100% helped. It's still something I do. It was only better reinforced with medication. Um, Something an old counselor told me before is that, you know, medication can kind of get your nose out of the water but to fully get out of the water you need to do inner work and you need to work on yourself and i i wholeheartedly believe that um so for those of you who are struggling regardless of what it is i'm gonna be annoying and i'm gonna be one of those people to to tell you to meditate and to try mindfulness but if it's if it's really not improving then it really wouldn't hurt to reach out and try medication. I mean, that was a big thing for me this summer. Um, my mother, she's a nurse. She was very against the idea of me being medicated. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, I really don't know what to do anymore. Um, and I ended up being medicated and I feel infinitely better. Of course, I still practice all my mindfulness activities. As I've mentioned, I stretch in the morning. I journal. I do all of that good stuff. Um, and in conjunction with medication, that's really done the trick for me. Um, so yeah, (laughs) next connecting with adults where possible is incredibly valuable. This lesson I learned, this lesson I learned, hello, this lesson I learned, um, came quite recently. Um, definitely at the tail end of this year, but I mean, I just mentioned it earlier, connecting with my friend's mother and just just hearing their wisdom because whether we like to admit it or not adults have lived more than we have and you know for the most part they are wiser so if you're selective with who you listen to and if you open up your your heart and your mind and your ears to what they have to say and what they want you to know it's incredibly valuable at least i find and you know there was definitely a point in my life where i'm like adults don't get it that <laughs> they don't care about my life they don't whatever and you know what maybe they don't but sometimes what they have to say is valuable and it's worth listening um second to last i enjoy being friends with everyone but it's okay that i'm not always fully comfortable around everyone now (laughs) a special i guess analogy for this i'm gonna call it parties okay so i've been to parties (laughs) this year now to put it simply i'm really not a big fan of large parties i got invited to a big party after my school's winter formal which is like a winter prom um and like i knew maybe like 70 percent of the people there at least knew of and was actually friends with maybe 30 percent of the people there and you know, it was it was nice to be able to talk everyone, but I was not comfortable. Like, I would not let loose. I would not, like, I was still tense. But then I'll have parties with my close friends, and there's still many of them, but I know everyone, and I'm friends with everyone, and I can just relax, and it's nice. Like, that seems pretty obvious, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, if you're an extrovert, I'm not an extrovert, but I've tried to be. Um, you find yourself trying to be comfy and and switch up just to be around other people. 
and that's just so not the vibe <laughs> at least not for me i'm so much happier with my small group of people where i can just let loose and be myself i mean in the parties with my close friends we are literally whipping out clarinets and basses and pianos and it's just like if anyone else saw us doing this that would be weird <laughs> but it's not that weird because we're all musicians and it is what it is um lastly in the same kind of vein i guess in terms of relationships if it's not reciprocated i don't want it and this is not derogatory like i don't mean this as an attack and i don't think anyone should mean this as an attack but if you don't feel like you are receiving at all what you're giving it's it's not worth your energy and it's not worth your giving. Now, I'm a natural giver. I, I like giving. Like giving gifts is one of my love languages for sure. But if I'm not getting anything in return, you know, I will always be giving more. I think another another lesson I've learned is that I will always be giving the most. Um, not always the most healthy, but, you know, I recognize that. Um, if I'm getting absolutely nothing or nothing reasonable in return out of a relationship or a situation i'm leaving right <laughs> so it is what it is something i have spoken about with an adult recently is you know how teenagers are really easy to just walk away from relationships if it's not serving them they will walk away and i am exhibit a i i fall into that demographic head first and i honestly don't really see anything wrong with that because i believe that you're allowed to protect your peace and you're allowed to surround yourself with the energy that you want as long as you're not being you know a terrible person about it right um but this adult i was talking to she was a teacher she explained that there's a lot of value in being able to work on relationships and fix relationships after you know something goes wrong or you notice something that you may not love um and i agree with that but i only agree if you know you're willing to put in the effort to fix that relationship if it's a relationship you no longer want to pursue and it's not worth it for you don't do it anyway <laughs> those are the big lessons i've learned this year hopefully some of you guys can relate to those um or at least you guys are starting to think about the lessons you guys have learned and, and how they may differ from mine or how they may relate to mine so as for new year's resolutions not a huge fan of that term we know this as for my goals for the new year um it's quite simple i really only have two they're very generic they're not really measured um number one i want to live slower i want to live in the moment i want to enjoy my senior year and i just want to enrich my happiness and just be fully happy and present especially this year um and second i just want to drink more water that's it <laughs> i really went from being super philosophical to being like i need to hydrate um but listen it can go a long way being hydrated and getting enough rest like that will that will fix you <laughs> some of you <laughs> um but yes another thing i'm going into the new year with is just an understanding that I need to start thinking more practically um, because I'm graduating next year, which is crazy, guys. I started this podcast at the end of my grade nine year. That is actually vile. Um, but here we are. <laughs> um, and I'm starting to kind of 
think about what I want in the near future and for the far future. And I thought I would just share some of those things because I recognize that a lot of my listeners are in a similar age demographic as I am. Um, so I've just got five things here. Firstly, I understand that I want to stay local for post-secondary or for my university. Um, I choose this because I would like to save money um, for the things I'm about to list ahead. Um, but I understand that I will be staying home for at least another year um, just so I can save up that money and, yeah, and, you know, stay close to home and, and such. Um, secondly, I want to travel. I really want to travel, whether that's in the next couple of years or whether that's in forever. Um, I just know that's something I want to do. Traveling is really just such a valuable experience. And in the places I've traveled, I've I've learned so much from the people and the culture and, and all that good stuff. Third, um, I want no more than five years of education. That's really specific. But I believe that, you know, after I get a degree... I will be able to pursue something that will be fruitful and I will be able to pursue something that sees the results that I'm looking for, um, which is a, a very general statement, but it is what it is. I, I don't want to be in school for more than five years. That's that. Number four, I really want property. Another reason to save money. Um, I mean, who doesn't want property at this point? Let's, let's be real. Um, and lastly, I really want a family. I really want to raise a family when I'm older. I mean, it's something I've I've always wanted as a kid. I feel like I've always had kind of like a motherly tendency, as weird as that sounds. Um, but definitely something, you know, I'll be thinking about until the time comes. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my five, I don't know, real life practical things I'm keeping in mind going into the new year. Um just something to keep in mind when I'm making decisions. Like, I'm not gonna let those things drastically sway where I'm going, but I'll definitely keep all of those in mind throughout the new year. So that was a pretty beefy episode. You know, I wasn't expecting to be talking for this long, um, but hopefully that was valuable for all of you, and hopefully that was insightful. Um, if you have any questions or anything further um, you want to I don't ask about or or suggest then please please do shoot me a message on instagram i will put it in the description um i'm always willing to listen to your guys's stories listen to you guys's advice anything um i mean this is the therapist run podcast i hope you would expect no less um but that's gonna be all for me this year um i'm very likely gonna take a bit off in january at least a couple weeks um as predicted, I guess. <laughs> but please, please take care. Make sure to reflect on 2023. If there's anything I want you to take away from this episode, it's it's the idea that reflecting is important. So please do that. Please take care of yourselves. Please tell all your friends and family you love them. Um, and I wish you guys all the best for 2024. Go easy on yourselves and see you then.